This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, July 7th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Is Pass ID nothing more than a national ID card on the installment plan? Jim Harper, Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, offers his thoughts on the Kinder, Gentler Real ID program. The introduction of Pass ID was intended by its Senate sponsors to solve the problem with Real ID. And that definitely remains to be seen. I've taken a look at the bill first to see whether we're still talking about a national ID. And there isn't a clear definition of what a national ID is, but I think it has three parts. Uh, First, it's national. Uh, Second, it's practically or legally required. And third, it's for identification. Uh, The Pass ID program is clearly a program uh, for national standards. It's also a program for identification. So that takes care of item one and three. Item two is the is the remaining one, and does Pass ID differ from Real ID and whether it would be practically or legally required? It's not legally required, and the national government can't require state governments to issue a national ID, but Pass ID does essentially the same thing as Real ID did, which is attempt to coerce states by threatening to refuse the use of driver's licenses, particularly at airports, but at other key junctures as well. Now, Pass ID has some language in it that says that the lack of an ID won't prevent you from boarding a plane at an airport. And that's true in the first few years of Pass ID, but after that, the law would revert to where people would be required to have a Pass ID, a real ID, national ID. And even in the in the first years, the absence, the lack of a of a national ID card would inspire the Transportation Security Administration to do a data-based background check on you. And that's a program that they put in place when they realized that they couldn't force people to show an ID at the airports. Well, so you have a choice under Pass ID, and that's either to have a Pass ID or be from a state that's issuing Pass IDs, or to participate in the federal government's data-based identification system. So you're either in the national ID system or you're in the other national ID system. And Pass ID is not a way out from having a national ID. What does Pass ID address with regard to real ID? Foremost, Pass ID slows the program down, takes off its sharpest corners, and reduces costs to states. This is, the, this is where the politics of the Pass ID Act really come in. One of the foremost opponents, frankly, of real ID uh, was the state government agent. Uh, one of the foremost opponents of the real ID in the early going were the state government representatives, National Conference of State Legislatures, National Governors Association. They objected to the cost and the essential unfunded mandate found in Real ID. Pass ID purports to reduce those costs, and I think particularly the National Governors Association has found an opportunity there because if it can essentially broker authority over state driver license and ID policy in exchange for federal dollars, the NGA has a permanent role representing state governments to the federal government on this issue as well as the hundreds of others where the federal government is trying to manage state government affairs. So the politics of the bill bill are to slightly reduce the costs and then put the NGA, perhaps NCSL, National Conference of State Legislatures, in the the lobbying seat forevermore. And that's why they wanted to move this thing forward. Where does the principal opposition exist to uh, pass ID, real ID at the state level now? Well, I've been fond of joking that when state legislators 
saw the cost of implementing Real ID, they started worrying about their citizens' privacy. But of course, that's not entirely true. There are several states where state leaders uh, decided that having a national ID, having a national ID foisted on them by the federal government was inappropriate. That includes Montana, South Carolina, Maine. These are states that are unlikely now to participate in the Pass ID, Real ID program, just as they were before. With nearly half of state governments uh, passing legislation opposing Real ID, uh, Pass ID represents an end run because it changes the name. The structure of the bill is exactly the same. By changing the name, they're trying to do an end run, but there is enough of a bulwark of opposition to having this national ID system in place that I don't think the Pass ID end run will work. I remember uh, one of the chief criticisms of Real ID was that it had received essentially no hearings. Well, now Real ID has received hearings. Indeed, the first hearings were in state legislatures and not in the federal Congress. It's had hearings now. Ironically, uh, hearings in the Senate Judiciary Committee and the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee were uh, supported by, were held by uh, Chairman Leahy and Chairman Akaka. Uh, essentially to show the defects in Real ID. Now, because of the lobbying by the state legislature groups, the National Governors Association, those two are on the Pass ID Act, believing that they've somehow solved this problem. Unfortunately, I think they find themselves supporting the revival of the Real ID National ID program. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute and author of the Cato book, Identity Crisis. You can get your copy at cato.org.